This is Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 28, and I'm James Eek. The Marshall Way begins and ends with respect and courtesy. Therefore, be properly and genuinely courteous at all times. Following the Marshall Way is like scaling a cliff. Continue upwards without rest. It demands absolute and unflattering devotion to the task at hand. Strive to seize the initiative in all things, all the time guarding against actions stemming from selfish animosity and thoughtlessness. Even for martial artists, the place of money cannot be ignored. Yet one should be careful never to become attached to it. The martial way is centered in posture. Strive to maintain correct posture at all times. The martial way begins with 1,000 days and is mastered after 10,000 days of training. In martial arts, introspection begets wisdom. Always see contemplation of your actions as an opportunity to improve. The nature and purpose of the martial way is universal. All selfish desires should be roasted in, in the tempering fires of hard training. Martial arts begins with a point and end in a circle. Straight lines stem from this principle. The true essence of the martial way can only be realized through experience. Knowing this... Learn never to fear its demand. Always remember, in martial arts, the rewards of a confident and grateful heart are truly abundant. These are the 11 mottos of Kyokushin Karate, as written by its founder, Maz Oyama. They're the concepts that he decided were the core of his philosophy and his style of karate and what is central to his Kyokushin system. Now, if you don't know who Maz Oyama is, you need to do some research. This guy is a karate master who would demonstrate the power of his system by knocking out bulls with his bare hands. He even snapped off their horns which may not sound like a fun thing to watch now that I'm saying it, but <laughs> it is actually amazing if you consider the fact that this is a man versus a bull with nothing but his hands. And he's said to have fought about 52 bulls, and if you can imagine, he actually killed three of them with a single strike. Not three at once, <laughs> but three of them each with a single strike. Now, before we get all upset, um, he's long gone. And obviously, so those are those bulls. But uh, apart from the uh, humane aspect of whether, you know, the karate master should have been fighting bulls to start off with, um, you have to admit that is some kind of display of power and technique and ability. And I think that is something to uh, really look at and to try to understand 
and to try to figure out how he got like that. Now, I'm not saying go out and fight bulls. Actually, I think it's probably a bad idea. But it's pretty cool to hear of a guy that did it. (laughs) So his karate was similar to the idea of fighting a bull. And to this day, it's a full contact karate system that's known as one of the harder and tougher of the traditional forms of karate. Uh, He even created what is called the 100-man kumite, and that's where the participants of it fight, and again, full contact, 100 people. And if you can imagine, that is something. Um, Maz himself completed the ordeal three times in a row over three days. And if you don't think that's tough, (laughs) go give it a shot. Um, I can't even imagine. Like I said, give this guy a good look because he's definitely interesting. And um, let's face it, interesting people are worth looking at. All right, so let's take a closer look at these 11 mottos of his. And break them down a bit. So the first one is the martial way begins and ends with respect and courtesy. Therefore, be properly and genuinely courteous at all times. Now the key thing here is genuinely courteous. We aren't talking about going through the motions and we aren't, we're, we aren't talking about faking things. We're talking about learning what respect and courtesy actually mean, how it feels, and to strive to live that way. This is a rare thing these days. If you don't believe it, do a cultural experiment and go downtown, hold doors open for people, and see for yourself how few people say thank you, how many people brush past you, how many people don't even look at you. Or better yet, walk down the street, don't look like a crazy person, but (laughs) say hello to strangers. And you'd be surprised how few courteous people there are. Most people won't even return your smile. Most won't even say hello. So if courteous people are rare, I would guess that those that actually understand what it means to be courteous and respectful are even more rare. So get after it. Second one is following the martial way is like scaling a cliff. Continue upwards without rest. It demands absolute and unflattering devotion to the task at hand. Now this is what I mean when I talk about being careful not to act like a tourist. Let the martial arts become absorbed into your skin and become something that you cannot live without. Keep at it. Especially at those times when you want to do everything but train. And whatever martial art you practice, keep at it. And think about the amazing things that can happen. Think back to when you first started training and the changes your training's made in your life. Now imagine where you will go 
and the insights and the cliffs and the heights that you could reach by this training. Next one. Strive to seize the initiative in all things. All the time guarding against actions stemming from selfish animosity and thoughtlessness. It is so easy in this life to be selfish. We are all in a very real way self-centered. We're all selfish. And for good reason. We all live in our bodies and we see things through our eyes and we see things in our own ways. And it's way too easy to become thoughtless. To think that our way is the right way. To bear grudges against people. Probably the best thing that any of us can do is the mindful is to be mindful of the actions we make and at the very least try not to hurt others by our actions. When he's talking about initiative, he's talking about hard work. And this is a great lesson in life. Let's face it. You want something, do the work. Better yet, work harder than everyone else and guess what? You're going to get some pretty great things. Next one. Even for martial artists, the place of money cannot be ignored, yet one should be careful never to become attached to it. That is a good lesson for all of us that teach, I think. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes, if you don't know this, it, building up a martial arts school or you know, if you teach classes out of a, a community center or something like that, it's uh, it's a tough row to hoe, as they say. And this, for a lot of us, is a hard message to hear. We aspire to be people who aren't attached to material things because we've seen all these great martial arts masters that seem not that way. But the reality is that this world requires money. And most of us, especially the instructors, if you've been spending decades at this, you've spent a whack of it. So you can have lofty goals and you can want to help everyone and you can be not interested in anything material. But at the end of the day, guess what? You still need money. You got to pay the rent, got to pay for those lights. Nobody wants to train in, you know, a candlelit room. Even candles cost money. But money can't be your only motivation. It also can't be something that matters the most to you. You should measure a majority of your wealth on the health and life and friendships and family you have around you. That's a wealthy person. Not the things. But make sure you have some financial security. You don't have to be a rich person in terms of dollar bills. But you've got to be someone who is thinking about the what-ifs of life. What if you have to do this and you don't have the money for it? So I'm not saying get obsessed about it, but just as Maz here says, 
the place of money cannot be ignored. So think about it. Don't be a scumbag. Don't make money the whole center of your universe. As he says, never become attached to it. But make sure you're taking care of yourself. The next one is the martial way is centered in posture. Strive to maintain correct posture at all times. Believe it or not, this is one of the first things from, I think, my first lesson that I was taught as a kid in the martial arts. And my sensei told us to stand up straight and keep our shoulders back. And if we did this, people would look at us in a far more positive light if we did. (laughs) And, you know, I was a kid, let's face it. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized just how important that advice really is. Though I listened and I had it in the back of my head, obviously, because I can still remember it. Put your shoulders back and stand up straight and you're going to feel the difference in how you feel. Slunch, slouch, and see how it feels. In terms of your martial arts posture, posture, it's about balance and mobility and economy of motion. Posture is really, it's a core fundamental that Once you get a handle on it and understand its importance and why you should be diligent with it, it'll change your martial arts life when you learn how to use it properly. Have no posture and you're going to be off balance and see how far that gets you. The martial way begins with 1,000 days and is mastered after 10,000 days of training. Now, Maz isn't talking about actual days here. He's saying that just when you think you're getting somewhere, maybe you just got your black belt, really, you just begun. Don't let that head get so big. Mastery takes a lot longer. That black belt that everybody is wanting so badly, it just means you now understand the basics and are actually on the path to get some work done. Take it from me. I've been at this for, you know, I guess about 37 years. So pushing 40 years. And I have a number of black belts and similar ranks in other martial arts that don't have black belts. And the thing to keep in mind with all of this is that you might really think that that black belt means something. But really what it's got to mean to you is that the work has to be done. The work has to be something that you're still after. The work has to be something that you are devoted to. And most importantly, you have to realize that that black on the belt, underneath that, it's actually still just a white belt. And the white belt is the most important thing. In fact, one of the reasons why I've done so many different martial arts is because I really believe that Being a white belt, it's the best thing ever. Because then you can just learn and just let all of it just sink in. and Don't stress over any of it. And that same attitude is what you should be bringing into your training when you are a black belt. Just think of yourself as a white belt that hung around longer than everybody else. In martial arts, introspection begets wisdom. Always see contemplation of your actions as an opportunity to improve. 
like I like to say, Socrates said, an unexamined life is not worth living. And this is probably the most important thing that any of us can do. We only have one life. It should be one of constant introspection, constant improvement, constant work. What we want from our lives is to live great ones. Be good friends. Be good people. Be people who make a difference in this world. Don't just float through it. The next one is the nature and purpose of the martial arts is universal. All selfish desires should be roasted in the tempering fires of hard training. (laughs) I love this one. I love it. All selfish desires should be roasted in the tempering fires of hard training. Put that on a t-shirt. I wonder sometimes what these old masters would think of our self-centered times of social media and me, 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 me. What this reminds me of is not long ago I was at a hockey game and there were about 20 people there sitting in the stands and a puck went off the ice and into the stands and hit one of them in the head. Now, apart from it being kind of I'll face it, kind of funny. And the reason why it was funny is that they were all on their phones. They didn't even notice a puck flying at them. And when the person got hit in the head with the thing, they didn't know what it was. Imagine you're at a hockey game and you get hit in the head with a puck and you're not sure what just hit you in the head. And the people around you don't know what hit you in the head. And they're looking around at everybody else in the stands wondering what just happened. Think about that. You're at a game and you aren't present at it. You're chatting or you're on social media or you're simply just not there. And it's sad, really. We need to understand our place in life a little more. We need to disconnect from the fake lives we're constantly monitoring. And once you do that, you need to realize you need to train more. Training is real. Everything is training. You know what? Putting your phone in your pocket and not looking at it when it's telling you you should be looking at it, that's training. It's here and now and it is when it's at its best difficult. And when you do that, when you understand the need for the hard training, when you're diligent with getting it, It's a superpower we bring into our lives. And the result of it, man, there's a huge difference between those who just love the hard training and those who don't. Martial arts begin with a point and end in a circle. Straight lines stem from this principle. True training in the martial arts, it has to be done. We need it. We have to start and let it in and if we don't train you need to get at it you need to get out there you need to find yourself a good school get on the internet search around and find one search the teacher make sure he's not some scumbag make sure he's a or she is a good teacher and do the work it starts right here and now 
And what you'll find is magic and a simplicity. And eventually you will find an arrival at a destination. The magic is that starting point, point though. It's that starting point where you arrive at and it will amaze you with what you've discovered about yourself and your life and the true gem that your training really is. Next one is the true essence of the martial way can only be realized through experience. Knowing this, learn never to fear its demand. Let's face it, training, it's hard. It means sacrifice. It means commitment. It takes hard work. Training asks a lot from us in time, in effort, in sacrifice, in commitment, in diligence. It, it's never a free ride. What you get through all of this is what some people call enlightenment. It's a realization of who you are, of what your life is. Somehow, by some strangeness, there's a wisdom somehow gained through training. If you don't believe it, get at it. Like I said, find a good school and get at it. And I can guarantee you five, ten years down the road, you're going to realize how much you've gained. There's a wisdom gained through training. To get there, though, you have to be brave. You have to have courage. You have to push. You have to persevere. You have to sacrifice. You have to get after it. You have to keep at it. You have to get on the mats, and you have to not ever give up. There's no, I'm going to take some time off. No, get on the mats. Always remember, in martial arts, the rewards of a confident and grateful heart are truly abundant. We gain so much through our training. I've said this to my students many times. I've been training since I was a kid, and when I look back on the decades that I've been doing this, I am so grateful. Honestly, I don't know what my life would have been like if it weren't for my martial arts. It's kind of scary to think about. I know that I wouldn't be the person I am today. I know that I wouldn't have the great gifts and blessings that I have been given as a result of my training. I wouldn't have the insights, the friendships, or the opportunities that training's given me. And I'm so grateful and so blessed that I have been given the amazing chances I have had to train with some of the greatest martial artists and martial arts instructors and martial arts practitioners that anyone could hope for. I have some of the best students that any instructor could dream of. And I have a school that when I was a kid... I wouldn't have been able to dream it better than it is. And I'm just getting started. I, yeah, I've been at this for 37 years, but guess what? I've, I'm just getting started. Got a pretty decent school going. I'm just getting started. Your martial arts is a gem. 
It takes time to realize the true value of that gem. And sometimes it isn't until after it's taken away from you. But you've been given it. And it's worth more than you realize. And that's a realization that only increases as your time training evolves. So there you go. Mazoyama, the fighter of bulls. <laughs> I love it. Dig into him. Dig into those 11 concepts because if you take those and add them into your training, and it doesn't matter. He, yeah, he's Kyokushin. It doesn't matter if you do jujitsu or if you do Kali or if you do Tai Chi or if you do Aikido. Pick and choose your philosophy and add it and make it yours. that simple make your life better as a result of it but put an essence in it don't make it about partying don't make it about goofing around with people inject something into it that is making your life amazing and better and you'll become something that you could never have dreamed possible all right moving on so the question of the week dun 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 if there is one exercise that you should do, what would that be? Well, maybe one exercise is a tough question. <laughs> but I'll give the same advice that I was given by two of my instructors in the past, and that is always work the legs. If there's an escalator, an elevator, and you see the stairs right there, take the stairs. If you go to the gym... Never skip leg day. Every single day, try to walk 10,000 steps. Because as time goes on, what I'm told is that your legs will be more and more the key to your health and longevity. And as one of my instructors said, a lot of old men shuffle down the street, aim to be the one dancing. Aim to be an ancient old man or woman who walks everywhere and does so with their shoulders back, their back straight, and a smile on your face. So there you go. I hope that answered the question in a roundabout way. <laughs> I know that's not one exercise, but work the legs. Work everything. Deadlifts. All right. Um, I think we'll end it there. Um so again, this is my shameless plug. If you are enjoying this podcast, give it a plug. Get on that podcast thing that you're listening to this on and give it a review. Give it some stars. Give it a share on your social media thing that you're obsessed with and shouldn't be. <laughs> um, tell your friends about it. Tell random strangers about it. Um, the way that this will grow and get better is by you. You make it that. And as I see the people listening to the podcast increasing and increasing, that is my payment. Because guess what? I don't get paid to do this. <laughs> um, but if you feel guilty because you are getting such a free, awesome thing, um, I do have a book out, or not a book, a few books out there. Um, you can find me and my books on Amazon. Just 
search for my name and they should probably pop up. Um, they're available as hardcovers, as ebooks on Kindle and Kobo. Um, yeah, so there's one that's Warrior's Way, which is what this podcast is named after. Surprise, surprise. And then the more recent one is called A Wolf in the Woods. And they are reasonably priced ebooks. And if every one of you that listens buys one, I should be able to buy a pizza. <laughs> Um, the other thing you can do is like our Facebook page. I just started it up and I try to add stuff to it. Um, yeah, do that. You can also follow my martial arts school. If that is cool with you, that would be awesome with me. Um, and that is the Eek Academy of Martial Arts over here on the West Coast of British Columbia, Canada, in the city of Victoria. Um... I think that's about it. So get out there and get training. Have some fun. Work hard. Be a good friend. And if you see some litter, pick it up. Help this planet. It needs it. Thank you. <laughs>